Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Well, in this episode, we're taking a look at the U.S. Navy and those UFO videos that were released a couple years ago. Now, this article comes to us from theblackvault.com. It's an excellent site, by the way. It says the U.S. Navy says all UAP slash UFO videos are classified and exempt from release. This article is by John Greenwald. Now, of course, we've all seen the Tic Tac videos, and there's a couple of those that they released from those Navy aircraft carriers. Uh, one incident on the East Coast, I think two on the West Coast. Really, they were uh, fun to look at. Fun to listen to the pilots, uh, narrate the videos, uh, interesting interviews with the pilots came out of that whole thing. Of course, we know that uh, Tom DeLong and his organization uh, to the Academy of the Stars, blah, 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 uh, got a hold of those videos before anybody else did. Uh, there was a lot of uh, what I felt like questionable behavior surrounding how those were released. Uh, they weren't released to the normal channels like you like you. Uh, how you or I could go on to the NASA website and download uh, videos or or uh, recordings from the archives. This whole stuff, this whole situation, I believe, was just seemed to be handled clandestinely and not really above board. That being said, a lot of people thought that there that this represented a new era that somehow um, the Pentagon and the military was going to begin releasing uh, documentation on on uh, UFO sightings and what they knew about UFOs. Of course, I've been kind of, a, I guess, a negative Nelly on that the whole time, not really believing that we're ever going to be told what they know. We, we know the pictures are garbage. I mean, the Navy came right out and said that, you know, had admitted that they had far superior uh, imagery uh, of UFOs, but they couldn't release it because of security concerns. So we know that what we're seeing is basically... Uh, comparable to what you might find on a Walmart security camera. Probably worse. But it was something at least. Now uh, it sounds like the government's finally coming out and saying, look, you're not getting anything else. So maybe at this point, uh, all the people that have you know, been hoping for disclosure, people like uh, uh, the senator from uh, Florida, his name escapes me, who's been holding these conferences, maybe they'll finally realize that they're just not going to be they're just not going to be let in the loop. It says, after a nearly two and a half year effort, the Black Vault was denied under FOIA to get videos and declass- videos declassified depicting unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, citing a harm to national security if released. Since December of 2017, Two videos that surfaced of alleged unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP sightings, have captivated the world. Months later, a third was released that only increased public interest into the topic, but also strengthened their voice for transparency for about the mysterious phenomena. Even though the military said they were not cleared for public dissemination and consideration, and, and considered leaked, 
the, late, the Navy later would officially release copies of the same in April of 2020 to satisfy public curiosity and calls for transparency. But how many other videos were there? Now, this is exactly what I was talking about. And at the time, I complained about a lot was why was Tom, De Tom DeLong allowed to post these on his YouTube account? Why were they allowed to monetize these videos when other people were denied access? I just, it just seemed like a really uh, wrong way of doing things to me. At the moment, the Black Vault aimed to find out just that. So in April of 2020, the Black Vault began a pursuit to have the U.S. Navy release all of their videos that held a UAP designation. And after nearly two and a half years, the untold number of videos that the that with that UAP delegation have been fully denied due to national security concerns. The pursuit, it says, the story begins on April 28, 2020, when the Black Vault filed a FOIA case DON Navy 2020-007226 and uh, Don Navy's 2021-001457 to the Naval Air Systems Commander, NAVAIR, the same command that officially released the three UAP videos one day prior. The request was simple. It asked for all videos that were designated unidentified aerial phenomena, just like the, just like the FLIR-1, Gimbal, and GoFast videos that they had previously released and labeled as UAP. The FOIA case filed sought all of them. Now, this is what's such garbage about what happened here. So we're to believe that the uh, Pentagon released this, these videos in a paper bag to, I think it was a Christopher Mellon. Anyway, I think he came out and said that he got him. This is all done not by the book. This was done outside the normal channels. And then when someone like Glenn Greenwald tries to access information uh, via the legal normal channels, he's told to go pound sand. It goes on, it says, On February 2nd, 2021, the Black Vault had also filed FOIA request. Uh, given that this Don Navy 2021-001456, given that it was recognized by Congress and started in the media and stated in the media numerous numerous times, this specific case was filed with the Office of Naval Intelligence, which was said to be the home of the UAP task force. Yet it would take 17 months for ONI to inform. The Black Vault that the videos, if any designate, if any designation UAP should exist, would be housed at the office of the Chief of Naval Operations, and a new case needed to be filed there. It appeared that the 17th month wait endured was a complete waste of time. So there you go. One group of guys that goes around uh, creating TV movies and creating a for-profit business and claiming that they have. UFO made material, hey, just hand them the videos in a paper sack. But somebody who's a legitimate guy, who does real research, who does everything, as far as I can see, above the board, by the book, when he legally and lawfully tries to obtain information, they make him wait for 17 months. 17 months. Now, Blink Greenwald is a well-known figure when it comes to uh, accessing uh, the all kinds of data through FOIA requests. And I personally think the guy's a true patriot. If they can't give it to him, who can they give it to? It goes on and says, a new case was filed 
Dawn Navy 2022 103602 N2 N6, and only two months after that was filed on July 11, 2022, the Black Vault received the official denial. Quote The UAP task force has responded to DNS 36 and have stated that the requested videos contain sensitive information pertaining to unidentified aerial phenomenon and are classified and are exempt from from disclosure in their entirety under exemption 5 U.S. Code 552, and then I think it says B1, in accordance with Executive Order 13626 and the UAP Security Classification Guide, Gary Carson, Deputy Director Don Foya slash PA Program Office said in the response letter. The release of this information will harm national security as it may provide adversaries valuable information regarding Department of Defense Navy operations, vulnerabilities, and or capabilities. No portions of the videos can be segregated for release. Well, just like we said before, they don't want to... They they came right out and said this uh, uh, what two or three years ago when they released these? Yeah, we have other video of this stuff, but you're not going to get it. And they they maybe didn't say it in exact words, but it was pretty easy to read what they were implying. They don't want the rest of the world to know how accurate their uh, their imaging uh, capabilities are. I think I read somewhere that they're able to track a moving object the size of a softball at like 50,000 feet and photograph it for crying out loud. So, I don't know. Okay, maybe they've got a legit case here. But at the same time, don't you think the Chinese and the Russians already know how amazing our imaging capabilities are in the U.S.? In fact, at this stage in the game, it surprises me if they're able to do that imaging without having to use computer chips that are manufactured in China. For all we know, the Chinese could have already stolen the technology. So, who knows? I mean, are they not releasing this because they don't want to—they don't want the rest of the world to know how awesome their imaging uh, capabilities are, or are they not releasing this because the pictures of these UFOs are so freaking uh, undeniable that they're afraid that the general population might freak out? I mean, they just finished freaking out over a uh, hopped-up. Uh, respiratory virus for the last two years. They managed to lock the entire planet down practically over that. So imagine what could happen if they actually saw a real-life ET on video or a real-life UFO. It would force these people to have the same experience that so many of us have already had where we've seen these things. Now, they can look at a video that you or I take or that's posted online somewhere and it's easy to just say, well, that thing's been faked, somebody's photoshopped this, whatever. But the same people that would uh, just, you know, eagerly deny or debunk anything you or I produced, it's going to be hard for those people to debunk or deny something that the U.S. Navy produces. For one thing, they respect the Navy. They trust the military. They look up to the military. And if the military would come out with one of these pictures of these UFOs, and people would be like, oh my, that's not an airplane, and it's certainly not a drone. I mean, what would the History Channel do? Would they be able to drag out one of their wretched debunkers, some 80-year-old fossil, and have him tell us that we don't know what we're looking at? I don't know. 
or maybe some young punk off the street that can tell us how stupid that we all are because we saw something that we can't explain, and he can explain it away as a drone or swamp gas or whatever. So you couldn't do that with evidence produced by the U.S. Navy. So I'm not so sure this is about them not wanting to share secrets as much as it is about them not wanting to share the truth. Because after what we've been through in the last couple years with this crazy little respiratory virus, I've really started to think that, you know what, maybe the people that say people will freak out if they're faced with the truth, with the reality of the UFO phenomena, maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe people will freak out, and maybe that's what they're worried about. The article goes on and says, the UAP, the UAP task force has responded back to DNS 36 and have stated that the requested videos contain sensitive information pertaining to unidentified aerial phenomena. Now remember that the UAP task force wasn't, uh, I guess this is the one that was set up after ATIP. Now it says unidentified aerial phenomena and a cl are classified and are exempt from disclosure. And then it goes on here, it says, Potentially seeing a justification of an appeal, the U.S. Navy uncharacteristically gave additional details for the decision, which cited the previous release of three UAP videos. Quote, while three UAP videos were released in the past, well, I guess you could say smuggled out in the parking lot, the facts specific to those three videos are unique in that those videos were initially released, were released via unofficial channels before the official release. Now, come on, man. What's the difference between something being released unofficially and somebody being having their house raided, even a former president, because they supposedly unofficially took something with them they weren't supposed to? I guess unless you're Sandy Burglar, that's not okay. But, so it's okay... It's okay for a former deep state employee to show up at the parking lot of the Pentagon and have somebody, we don't even know who yet, hand them a paper bag with these video, copies of these videos inside. That's okay. We're not going to investigate that. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody gets locked up. Nobody gets their house raided. Nobody has one of the alphabet agencies show up with guns pointed at them. We don't spend $2 million to raid their house. You know, if they happen to live next to the ocean, send scuba divers with them. We don't do any of that. Well, what we do is we let them post those videos on YouTubes with ads, monetize them, go around the countryside talking about all their big connections with, with uh, deep state government ops, how they've seen things they can't talk about, how upsetting it was, but how we just have to trust the deep state to do the right thing because we're all a bunch of stupid hillbillies. You know, if, you, if, you, if you believe that, then just go ahead and keep watching those videos. But if you're looking for a little more truth, then you need to get into sites like the deep, like the black ball here. It goes on and says, Carson stated in the letter, those events were discussed extensively in the public domain. In fact, major news outlets conducted specials on these events. Given the amount of information in the public domain regarding these encounters, it was possible to release the files without further damage to national security. The Black Vault has filed an appeal seeking the release of the videos denied. Really? Because they already got out there 
we just had to talk about him. Really? Not a single word in that paragraph about arresting the person these were given to, about naming that person, about maybe maybe doing some kind of an investigation so that you don't release information like this again. If this was such a big national security deal, then why are the people involved not locked up? The whole thing just stinks. What you got in those three videos were three crappy videos, basically. All you really got was uh, you you did that did allow the pilots to come forward and talk about it. I almost think it was almost like, and I'm not saying the pilots were in on this, but this whole thing was which reminds me of the whole pre-bunking thing that we heard from uh, that we heard from Google as far as uh, hey we got we have to get these. We have to get these conspiracy theories pre-bunked. You see, you put these three grainy videos out there, okay, and we that we know are like from 1960s technology level. Okay, this is 2022. Even those videos, I think, were taken like in what 2008, 2009. We're still in the computer age. So you give us these substandard videos, you. Pass them off to one of your former employees in a parking lot somewhere, allegedly. Who gives them to a friend of his who happens to be starting this company that's going to talk about everything from the paranormal to UFOs. You post them on YouTube, slap a couple ads on, generate some revenue, go around the country talking about them, and generate all this public discord he's talking about. So at some point, the Navy has to come out and say, Well, gosh, guys, you all know about it. Oh, and Louis Elizondo, okay? I, I, he, okay, well, he's legit because he's a former, what, ATEP guy or whatever. And he's, he's telling us this is for real. But you know what really, what really kind of, what really kind of just gets me is that I watched an interview with Tom DeLong and from a few years ago. And he's talking about how Elizondo, because he has top secret clearance or whatever, even though he's not in that department anymore, has to go back like every month or two and take a polygraph test. To make sure that he hasn't revealed anything. So, I guess that's just standard with these with these jobs where you're dealing with you know super high level classified stuff. Even after you leave, you're going back taking polygraph tests to make sure that you haven't shared any information. This is why, as much as I like him, I don't trust him. Guys like was it Nick Pope, the former the, the former employee of the uh, of the uh, UK. Uh, intelligence ops or whatever, all these guys, if they used to work for the government at these high levels where they were the ones looking at the pictures and stuff, I don't trust these guys to tell me the truth. They never get out of that, even if they want to. Just like the situation here. They released these three videos. Everybody involved with the release of those videos was somehow related. They were either in, they either worked for intelligence or had been in intelligence or had just retired from there. The whole thing looks like an inside job to me. And now they come out and give uh, Greenwald this this excuse that well we had to we we had to recognize those videos because they had been released unofficially. Look, there's no official or unofficial. There's legal or illegal. Isn't that right? I mean, we just saw a former president's house raided. Because supposedly he took some papers that were stamped classified that he shouldn't have. Really? 
and what they and they won't even tell us what they are. That's the level you put on this whole official, unofficial stuff. But yet, these guys release videos of UFOs that are, uh, well, officially they're classified. Well, either they're classified or they're not classified. This gray zone sucks. Because what that does is it opens up a space for the rest of us to be lied to and manipulated. That's what's so frustrating to me about this whole thing. At any rate... They release those videos, and then we have all this talk about it. And if you type in and do an inquiry on those videos, just do a Google search sometime. And as my luck has it, it seems like about 70% of it is just these debunkers. Oh, they were drones. Oh, it was a mistake. Oh, it was this. Oh, it was that. Blah, 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 blah. And about 1% of these search results will turn over some sort of intelligent discussion about the situation. To my mind, this stuff was just released the way it was to, I guess what they call like a limited hangout, I've heard call it, to socially engineer us. Okay, it was done to socially engineer us. Number one, make people believe that if UFOs exist, they're all mechanical. That's the first thing you want to do. That if they exist, they're all mechanical. And if they're mechanical, well, then they could be man-made. So you plant that seed of doubt. You pre-bunk it. And then once you release it, and you let it get out there, roll around for a little bit, when someone like Glenn Greenwald comes along and says, hey, let's have a look at the rest of those videos, you say, well, we can't do that because it's national security. Well, they've already pre-bunked that notion because a couple years ago they came out and said, look, the pictures that you've got, are not the best pictures we can take. Now, we can't go into it, but you can't see the best pictures that we can take, because if you did see the best pictures that we could take, the Chinese and Russians would know it, and then we'd be compromised. I'm pretty sure the Chinese and Russians already know that we can take pretty good pictures. That's why they haven't tried to invade our country yet. They pretty much know that we're way, way, way ahead of them uh, as far as military technology goes. Now, the Chinese are catching up. Because they're very good at sharing other people's stuff. That's what they call it when they steal from you. Or cheat from you. That's called sharing. So they've already pre-bunked us for the notion that these things could just be some sort of, you know, freak of the camera. They could be uh, some sort of mechanical device created by a foreign country. Or maybe it's some of our stuff that we just don't want to talk about right now. Do you see the setup? The whole thing is a giant setup from start to finish, beginning to end. The only thing that came out of it good was that maybe a few people were woke up because of the interviews that were conducted with some of the pilots involved where they were able to say, yeah, we did see these things. They didn't seem like they were human to us. We can't explain them. There's no physical explanation for it. So when I look at these three videos, the, the Tic Tac, the Flare, and the other one. I'm not even so much concerned about the video that I'm looked at. I'm irritated by the way that it was released, but I understand, I think, why it was released that way. But what I'm most interested in is the narration of the pilots and the stories the pilot tell about us, the eyewitness accounts. This just brings us back to what I've been saying all along. Do not expect dis- disclosure from any government. The governments are there 
Not so much to take care of us, only to take care of us as an asset that serves them. So don't expect disclosure from them. You can expect bits and pieces that might slip out here and there, but in the long run, we don't even know what's true, what they release. We have to base this stuff, we have to base our conclusions on our own research, our own experiences, and our own conclusions that we draw from those experiences and our own research. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.